Welcome to the Retail Insider Video Interview Series. I'm your host, Craig Patterson, and we're joined here today with a special guest. This is Martin Moriarty. He's Senior Vice President at Marcus and Millichap out in, out in Vancouver. Thank you so much, Martin, for joining us today. Always a pleasure. Thanks, Craig. Let's talk a little bit about retail in Vancouver. You do all kinds of work there. You and uh, Mario Negris uh, at Marcus and Millichap are uh, uh, among the top brokers, uh, not only in the country, but I would say certainly in the Vancouver market as well. Uh, how are you seeing retail leasing in Vancouver generally uh, from your um, uh, standpoint and what you've been doing with work so far? Uh, well, thank you for the kind words. Uh, we we try to be uh, very strong brokers in the marketplace, so I appreciate those words. But um, overall, uh, the market is very strong. Uh, retail fundamentals in Vancouver, as you and most of your subscribers will know, has been strong for a fair time now. Um, the, the market, we saw a fairly robust response probably from 18 months ago, uh, coming out of the pandemic and it hasn't really slowed. So we're very fortunate in Vancouver, um, in comparison to other markets, even though I know Canada overall is performing really well, but Vancouver and our downtown and, uh, the urban nodes have been thriving. So we have at least a lot of space. Uh, we continue to bring great tenants from around the world to Vancouver. And I think that uh, people have really paid attention to Vancouver of late. And we've seen that with the genre of the tenants coming into our marketplace, um, the excitement around Oak Ridge. Uh, you know, you walk down Robson Street, you can see the tourist traffic is back both winter and summer now. So it's, uh, it's, it's a really positive story overall. And um, yeah, it's, 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 it's been quite interesting. Uh, to see the genre and the level of tenancies, even you know, to see Balenciaga open up last month on Alberni Street, a lot of excitement and fanfare, and it was a long time coming. And uh, yeah, it was nice to see the the work, the fruition of the hard work, and and the store being delivered. And I think the sales have been very strong so far. So yeah, so far so good. Very familiar story for Vancouver. Uh, same old, same old, chugging along very well. Let's talk a bit about some individual areas and let's actually start with where Balenciaga is. Uh, the store recently opened, as you said, uh, last month, December, uh, at the corner of Alberni Street and Thurlow Street in an area that's been coined a luxury zone in Vancouver. Now, I think you and Mario kind of are at least partly responsible for this luxury zone in terms of the retail because retail along Alberni Street from around 2012 to, I guess, the present uh, has shifted from being a relatively, I guess you'd say, you know, nondescript street, at least for the most part, to being a street that's lined with luxury stores. Well, what are you seeing with this luxury zone uh, in the next little while uh, in downtown Vancouver? Yeah, it's amazing. I can't, I can't claim to take the uh, the credit for it, and it's a lot of hard work. And what's nice there is we have a collection of landlords that really see the the long term future of of where that marketplace has been going and continues to go. Uh, Mario has been unbelievable with his work on it. I think when I first moved here, eleven. 11, 12 years ago, it was anchored by 7-Eleven on the corner and a, a smashing of very strange tendencies. But over the course of the 10-year timeline, amazing to see what's happened with uh, all sorts of world-class brands um, fighting over spaces at points. And um, I think the, the Balenciaga, the fact that the deal was done during COVID, the fact that they expanded and make the, the store actually larger shows you the excitement around the Vancouver marketplace. So um, we're working hard to try and drag further retail down on the 1100 bucks. So that would be the block that's bound effectively from Thurlow Butte, um, which currently has um, Fab Rolex and 
some of the retailers on it. And um, there's a lot of excitement about Punk, obviously opening up 17,000 square feet on the second floor of the 1100 block, which will bring great traffic. Um, on the 1000 block, which is the one, the, the block between Barad and Thurlow, uh, we have a lot of tenants that obviously are world-class and not looking to go anywhere. Uh, the one vacancy we, we got back being in Brooks Brothers, uh, we have had uh, an extreme amount of interest on, and it's a case of finding the right tenant or the right tenants to select for the street. And accordingly, uh, we are close or close to being done or done with a couple deals there, and announcements will be coming soon. And they're, they're really exciting. It adds another mix to the, the tenancy profile of the street, and uh, I think people will be really happy when they see uh, the type of tenant rolling in there. But overall, Vancouver, you know, you take the last 10, 11, 12 years and that street, it kind of shows the maturity of the city and what it's growing out to be um, world-class uh, and and very much the aspirational and luxury elements of the city have grown during that time. Uh, Alberni Street is a kind of personification of that. And nearby Robson Street has seen some new tenants. Uh, I don't know if S Street is open yet, but uh, I think you guys were involved in that deal as well, the first one in Canada. Yeah, yeah, really exciting. So Esprit uh, is, it's not open. Um, I believe there's a permit. It's the typical story of the Vancouver permit, which can be very painful. I won't go into that because that's a whole different podcast. But the, the Robson Street market dynamics have been fantastic. And I think that pre-COVID, we had seen some challenges. COVID obviously brought its challenges, but outside of COVID, I don't think it's ever been stronger. I think that uh, between my 11, 12 years here, Mario, despite being so young, has been doing this for a long time. And between the two of us, we've probably never seen such demand on Russell Street, which is really great um, from a, a retail barometer. That would be the one, the mainstream true retail street of Vancouver and kind of famous uh, bellwether of Vancouver. And yeah, we've seen a, a, a number of new tenancies roll in, um, great tenancies, a number of tenants wanting to roll in and just very, very, very vacancy. And if there is vacancy, there's often a story behind it, whether it's a redevelopment angle or um, you know, uh, demolition clauses, relocation clauses. Sometimes there's a bit of a story as to why there's vacancy, but in, in the current context right now very very little vacancy so uh it's actually hard for us to find space for tenants on robson street which is a different uh challenge for us to have in comparison to what we had maybe five years ago very very interesting let's talk about granville street as well as um nordstrom is currently vacant uh, nordstrom uh, was located basically it occupied an entire city block from what was it robson granville uh, west georgia and uh House Street, I'm just going by memory, but I think I'm right. Uh, that's obviously created a bit of a hole downtown. We know some stuff is coming. There's also been some news uh, that is unconfirmed and released. But uh, tell me a little bit about the note around Granville Robson. Uh, we're seeing the rec room coming in. I think um, Ricardo's Candy Corner uh, recently opened uh, near Nordstrom as well. There's some buzz happening around there. Yeah, 100%. I think that um, as we look at the markets, like, you know, Alberni, Robson, they're, they're very they're very, very tight on space. So the one where there is opportunity is Granville Street. And, uh, you know, the one negative story in retail across Canada over the past year has been Nordstrom. And um, from a, a local context, the, the Vancouver all here, great performer. I think that they, uh, they've been kind of fabulous as the owners of, of Pacific Centre are not concerned. I, I know there has been a number of unconfirmed reports among social media of certain tendencies coming in. 
I think it's a case of them having so much demand that it's which one they pick. And uh, that kind of speaks testament to the marketplace. Uh, if you're looking for big box retail, obviously that's kind of where you're going. We have some exciting space coming up on the 800 block, which is a diagonal to the space uh, that was slated for office. Um, but we may be able to work on long-term retail deals, which will be great as part of the normal repositioning. We'll be able to work on that. Obviously, rec from opening up this year is not incredibly, uh, you know, to, to plant 45, 50,000 square feet of entertainment space into a block that historically has had that vacancy will really help. It kind of, you know, provides a, uh, a, you know, a bookmark to what had just been a large vacancy on the street. So I think the overall theme on Granville is really, really strong. We're working on a couple, two big flagship deals on Granville right now, close to the Nordstrom space. Again, this should be announced very soon and will be really exciting. And, and again, it's in the realm of the mainstream. So this will be uh, highly populated, highly busy, consumer-focused retail, um, which is what we got really excited about. So it will draw a lot of people. And between those deals, Nordstrom and Rec Room, I think the the future is really, really bright for Granville Street. That would be the one to watch, I think, in the next 12, 24 months for announcements, obviously income tendencies and openings. Amazing, amazing. Let's talk about Oak Ridge Park. This is the, uh, I guess, reconstruction, the repositioning of the old Oak Ridge Center at 41st and Canby Street on the west side of Vancouver. Uh, now, uh, Quadrille's partner to create this uh, retail, well, it's a mixed-use development, res residential, all kinds of stuff, but we'll obviously focus on the retail uh, retail shopping center opening sometime in 2025. I don't know if you have any updates. We'll be going into ICSC next week, asking uh, when roughly it'll open. But uh, tell me, uh, what are you thinking so far of uh, Oak Ridge Park and its retail opportunities? It's amazing. It's amazing. Um, I, I'm so excited to see the end product. I, I live nearby. Um, as a consumer, I am very excited. I think the design is beautiful. Quadrille and West Bank have done an incredible job in terms of the merchandising mix. I'm sure you've seen some of the plans and some of the upcoming tendencies. Again, I'll be careful not to say anything because, you know, with Quadrille and with... Uh, Quadrille and West Bank, I'm sure they want to make their own announcements, but everybody knows Time Market has a very large presence there the largest in North America, so that's hugely exciting. But with what they've been able to curate from a luxury mix, um, I think it's fantastic. Uh, this this concept that it's one versus the other dance in Oak Ridge uh, clearly has been dispelled because I think that people have seen that Vancouver is a large enough market where you know it can be achieved in both locations. And I think that we're very tight on space here, so I think it's necessary to have both. So I think it's going to be really exciting. Um, and for me, as a consumer, non-broker, outside of business, I'm very excited to see what it looks like. Um, I really think it's going to be on the absolute um, precipice of some of the, the best design in, in the world for retail. And I think that it's an overall, just a, an incredible story for Vancouver. I think it helps the retail market overall, um, the, 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 the general market itself by adding things like timeout market, the park, the library, the social spaces, the, the community space. Um, so yeah, really excited for it. I personally have been greatly involved in some deals there, but uh, I think that overall, um, the strategy, the merchandising and the delivery of the product is going to be fantastic. 
I'm very excited about Oak Ridge Park as well. And let's talk about one more little area. We've actually talked about this before. It's West 4th and Kitsilano. Uh, new retailers keep opening. We've got a lot of direct-to-consumer brands, a lot of outdoor brands. It's quite exciting. Uh, tell me about uh, any updates you might have for West 4th and where you see this street going, because it did not look like this when I was younger. It's it's gotten to be really popular and quite a, quite a shopping street. Yeah, it's amazing. And I, I think it's, it's unique in the sense it has its own identity. I think that... Um, West Forth is this, this for people who don't know, in Kitsilano, which is the home of the original Lululemon, and the kind of mindset of Lululemon close to the beach, uh, surrounded by dense population. Um, you know, two to three blocks, the street is longer, but two to three blocks of pure uh, retail, and a really nice mix of tenancies there um, across a variety of uses. From what you've seen, Craig, obviously you've seen a large amount of tenancies roll in in the past, I'd say one to two to three years, whether that's uh, Missouri or Peak Performance or Arcteryx or uh, Adidas Sterics, which is a different story. But then uh, we have really no space left there. Um, there are, there's at least one very strong announcement coming soon that you probably already know about. Before I, it's a Canadian for, retailer. And, yeah, uh, yeah, we won't I say it out loud. I think the overall that street. Um, the improvement on it, and I think the vibe of it is fantastic. Um, I think that if you're trying to draw a specific, you know, a millennial-based uh, user and a millennial-based consumer, it's fantastic. I think its location um, is awesome because you're between the downtown and Oak Ridge, so I think there's room for it, and it's you know it's different. Um, and overall, the theme is just very strong. Uh, we've seen rents really, really project up there anywhere between. 30, 50% higher than where it was maybe three, four years ago. Uh, I see no lack of demand from tenancies. Again, biggest problem in our market is space and finding it and where it goes next. So um, uh, we spoke about Robson Street and how it's pretty tight, Alberni Street pretty tight, Westforth pretty tight. And our biggest challenge as brokers is um, it's great to lease space uh, when you've leased all of it, um, you know, where you create next. So uh, that's kind of what we're working on right now because most of the markets that we're talking about uh, not necessarily are doing or the great work that we try to do. Um, a lot of our clients have done incredible jobs in uh, creating value in space. And quite frankly, I think the, the appetite for Vancouver has just become very strong across the globe. And I think that people are really seeing this marketplace as somewhere they need to be. Um, I'm aware of global retailers having conversations. It's not whether we do Toronto or Vancouver or whether we do Vancouver or Calgary. It really is like, do we do Melbourne or Vancouver? Do we do a third location in London or Vancouver? So we're kind of fighting on a global basis, which is really exciting. And, um, you know, from our perspective, we have to educate people in the marketplace. But, you know, West Forth is one of those where you're seeing new tenancies roll in from all sorts of places across the globe. And what's interesting is historically they've always said we want Robson to be the first, or we want Alberni to be the first. A lot of a lot of those we're seeing on West Fourth now, which just is is interesting. Like Missouri opening up the fourth and the lines around the block, you know that was a big deal. So, uh, and we've seen that from two or three brands now. Adidas Terex, same thing. First location in Canada, first location in North America has to be on West Fourth. Like interesting for us to see as locals and. Uh, yeah, I don't really see much of a slowdown there. Um, so it's a case of keep calm, carry on.
find some space and lease it. Oh, that is fascinating. And then I guess let's we conclude uh, Water Street or Gastown. I actually didn't think to ask about that. Uh, uh, I was in Vancouver a while ago, got to uh, check things out. And it's still buzzing. There's some really cool stores down there. People were in cafes, uh, went into contraband, uh, uh, Cafe uh, Kitsune. Uh, there's all kinds of interesting places still in Gastown right now. Yeah, I'm really happy, actually, because, um, you know, the story was fairly negative maybe six months ago. I think that uh, the the story is very positive down there. It's uh, it's had its socioeconomic problems, which I'm sure most people will be aware of. But in the past six months or so, um, a lot of the vacancy has filled up. I hear it anecdotally the sales are very strong. I think over the summer the sales are very strong. I think as we approach winter, we're obviously lucky to be so close to Whistler, and we get the tourist traffic. Um, and it seems to have cleaned up. There is certainly work to do still, but where we were six months ago, nine months ago, 12 months ago, and coming out of COVID, it was very, very tough down there. I, I think the future there is very positive. Um, the one item that we're uncertain of is the the, the local municipality and, and some stakeholders down there are looking at potential pedestrianization of Walsher Street, and that causes a little confusion. You know, is there going to be parking? Is it going to be pedestrianized? Um, and that's something I think that's being reviewed. Um, I have no answer or perfect answer for it, but I just think it provides a little bit of um, uncertainty for some retailers. But, you know, you look at the Starbucks that shut down, it was replaced by Lee's Donuts. It looks fantastic. It's incredibly busy. I have no worries that that's going to do very well. And I, I'm really pleased to see that the, the tide's turned down there. So, uh, yeah, a much more positive story than, than it has been. Well, thank you so much for talking with us today. This has been Martin Moriarty, Senior Vice President at Marcus and Millichamp in Vancouver. Thank you, Martin, for joining. Thank you, Craig. Always a pleasure. See you next week in Whistler. And thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Craig Patterson. I'm the founder and publisher of Retail Insider Media. I'm also the host of the Retail Insider Video Interview Series. Thank you so much for joining us here. Whether or not you're joining us on YouTube or on one of our podcast channels, if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe. Take care and bye for now.